Charlie loves cherry, so he fills his froster with wild cherry, cherry cola, and tops it off with cherry limeade. It's the cherry on Charlie's day. Mix the polar pop or froster that works for you. Just 79 cents each at Circle K. Limited time only at participating locations. Charlie loves cherry, so he fills his froster with wild cherry, cherry cola, and tops it off with cherry limeade. It's the cherry on Charlie's day. Mix the polar pop or froster that works for you. Just 79 cents each at Circle K. Limited time only at participating locations. Hey everybody, welcome back to the very first ever, this is going to be fun, Drunk Drive-In. Um, so we just got done watching Spice World and half of Rugrats movie and an episode of Shit's Creek. Um, Mishmash. Well, the goal is to watch, not to watch, to uh, review Spice World, but we might talk about Shit's Creek and Rugrats movie as well. Um... So this is very different. This is going to be very different from the other episodes that we've done. There's not going to be any trailers because we didn't watch a movie in a theater and all that other stuff. Um, it's right away going to be probably pretty explicit and embarrassing for all of us. So heads up, send the little ones to bed. Um, we are joined by three guest hosts and a well, two guest hosts and a guest guest host. Um, that- <laughs> Uh, all of them recurring guest hosts on the drive-in um one of them a very recent recurring guest host aaron is here from last week's jurassic world uh fallen kingdom and dress and justice league aaron hi how's it going hey uh kelly from greatest showman is back hi and Nick from Pitch Perfect 3 and Love Simon. Hello. This is going to be good. This is going to be fun. Um, so the first thing they, they, well, Kelly had said, she's like, you don't have any questions? This is not going to be one of those episodes. So spoilers, if you haven't yet seen Spice World. It's amazing. for 21 you're, years. You're also a little late. <laughs> Spice World can legally drink. I had never seen it, so they're not alone. But it's that. also a movie that has no plot. So there's no spoilers. Yeah, like, that's true. Oh my god, they sing. <gasps> Shocker. Escandaloso. <laughs> well, in the um, in the tradition of starting this for the first time, so starting the tradition, um, well, kind of last week, what are we drinking tonight? Um, I am finishing a Line and Kugel Summer Shandy, but I will soon be starting a Line and Kugel Orange Shandy. So different there. Uh, Clearly Aaron, Aaron. a lot of variety there. Yeah. <laughs> All the shandies. You got for the him. variety pack, Ooh, okay? <laughs> I did. And if you guys were listening last week, I also had the variety pack. <laughs> At least you're consistent. Yeah. Consistent uh, with the variety. Aaron, what are you drinking? I have a New Belgium Juicy Watermelon Lime Ale. Mmm. Interesting. It's pretty juicy. Good. Pretty good. Juicy. I'm uh, bumming a Red's Peach Ale off of Aaron, but I also had an entire bottle of Barefoot Moscato. So. Proud of Big you. Spender. That's where I'm at. <laughs> that Barefoot. Mm-hmm, that Barefoot, though. She's on a budget. <laughs> <laughs> and then I have a Warped Wing Trotwood Lager, keeping local. it local. Support local business. Yes. Um, all right, so... Um, I don't really know how to start the episode. Let's talk. Um, 
Kelly, you hadn't seen this yet. You had not Correct. yet seen Spice World. Aaron and I hadn't seen it in a long time, probably since like our early adolescence. Yeah. It's been um, like 20 years. And you could probably say we had very different viewings of it as children, <laughs> but we, I don't know. Nick's seen it since college, right? Yeah, so I think I watched it, I think like in its entirety, about like seven or eight years ago, like getting drunk, coming back from the bar. My friend, my sober friend, making us all macaroni and cheese, and us sitting on the couch and watching it, like on VHS. Like that's that's where we're at with this, and this is one of my all time most favorite movies. I just say I've got to be at least middle school, at least middle school, if not. So that was probably around the same time then. Probably, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so Kelly, you have not yet seen this. What was your overall impression? Just kind of general. Hey, Spice World, what'd you think? Yeah, I, it was, I mean, it was a typical, like, 90s movie about a band. Um, yeah, not not a lot of plot. I literally did not let go, know what was going on, like, the entire time. I did like Alan Cumming in it. I do love Alan Cumming. So. Who's Alan? Just Alan kidding. Alan Cumming. Um, so... <laughs> What? <laughs> so, no, at one point, it's during one of the flashbacks, when they one of the real flashbacks, where the girls are all singing um, Wannabe for the first time, or we'll hear it for the first time in the movie, and Kelly didn't even realize it was a flashback. She's like, what? Why is this happening? And then oh, they yeah. like yeah. had a cut to Sporty Spice looking out the window, and they're like, what the hell is this? And, I mean, it, it makes... Oh, I don't want to say that. It doesn't make sense. No. It follows yeah. at that point but much of this movie does not make sense <laughs> it makes sense kind of what they are at this point in the movie like the cutaways to them in their own houses looking like sad and depressed like they just got into a huge fight like we're, i know we're getting ahead of ourselves but they just had this huge fight and they're like semi broke up before their huge like live gig at albert hall they're upset they're hurt so they're reliving their glory days of when they first came together. Come on, you guys. Like, You're giving us too much credit. Nick's getting a <laughs> little <laughs> emotional at the moment. Talking I'm a little overclumped. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is going to be, however long this is. This episode is going to end up, of Nick trying to say this is a good movie. It is a good movie, else. all right? It's, it's, a, it's a movie. It's a good movie. If you agree, you know, comment below, because you know what? <laughs> It's what it is a, a YouTube episode. There's comments on In YouTube. The description box. It's not a YouTube episode. <laughs> not a YouTube episode. You know what? Y'all are haters. Spice World is a classic. Okay, it's a cult classic. It's right up there with Schindler's List. <laughs> oh no! That was okay. dark. <laughs> okay, so oh man, um. So here, some of the things. Let's let's let you guys in. Let's let you guys in on uh, some of our drinking game rules. Um, so there were four of us. Um, unfortunately, we didn't have our fifth member. It's okay. No, he probably won't listen to this. So Derek, I hope you're feeling better, but you suck because you weren't here. We don't have our Jerry. <sighs> um, how is how fitting is that? As Derek would have been ginger spice. <sighs> Probably not very fitting. Not very fitting at all. I did feel very connected to Sporty Spice. Like I did relate to her. Like out of all of them, I did like relate to her the most. So each of us had a single Spice Girl to 
uh, watch the entire time if they had a specific quirk. Um, I had Baby Spice, and anytime she had a lollipop, which was like 90% of the movie, <laughs> uh, I had to take a drink. Uh, Sporty Spice, Kelly had, and that was anytime she had a sports... Like a sports reference, yeah. or like was doing anything sporty. So there was just like a random like cutaway to her like holding a volleyball and like looking out a window, and like mm. that was it. But she was emotional. <laughs> okay, but she whatever. didn't have to it be was, holding a volleyball. Yeah, it, yeah. It was the whole volleyball thing. And, like, she was in, like, a uniform and earlier, everything. too, she talks about, like, why does everybody have to stereotype us? Sporty holding a yeah. volleyball, wearing a jumpsuit. <laughs> That's suit. the yeah. joke, people. They are five stereotypes. Oh, man. Uh, Nick, you had Posh Spice. What was your yes. thing? Mine was any time Posh Spice could not participate in the activity due to her fashion choices. So whether her dress was too tight or her shoes were too tall. And Aaron, you had uh, Scary Spice. Anytime she was wearing an animal print, which if anyone has ever seen Scary Spice, it's pretty much constant. So. I think the only time she wasn't was when the, she was wearing the space suit, which and she had animal print under yeah, she that. had like yeah, animal print no, bra. Like that purple, purple, purple outfit. Yeah, like yeah. Which we, no, but we found out she had a, she had a oh, yeah. leopard print bra underneath See? that. So yep. she always had that, that animal print going on. And then we all shared uh, Ginger Spice and any time that she had... Uh, she did something to try to... Pretended to be smart. Smart. Yes. We had to drink. Uh, we also drank anytime they said the word spice. Which or was, that we saw the word or, spice yeah. on the screen. Because it's on the bus. And Spoilers. On, That's a lot. All the time. On the newspapers. Um, yes. Anytime they said girl power, which surprisingly was not as many times yeah. as I yeah. thought. Mm-hmm. It was only like once or twice. Peace yeah, signs. we also had the peace and signs. And the peace signs. Uh, and then also anytime that our characters sang like solos... Uh, and or we just wanted to take a drink when they were singing. Um, so yeah, it was uh, also because apparently you can't buy a copy of Spice World in Dayton, Ohio um, on the quick. Uh, we had to stream it illegally on from... Quick. On the quick? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just checking. Continue. Day of. Um, we had to, to stream it illegally, so sorry <gasps> to whoever owns the rights of Spice World still and getting royalties. You probably missed out on a couple bucks today. Um, but since we didn't have any trailers, we did have a few advertisements along the bottom, yeah. which were pretty great. Yeah, we couple did. couple Pitch Perfect references. Yeah. Uh, Rock of Ages. Rock of Ages. Which is very fitting for the four of us. There was yes. a monster or like yeah. a demon warlock yeah. world thing in the corner. I think I saw one reference to Clueless, which was great. Yeah, Clueless yeah. was on Clueless after. is also a classic. Um, Unfortunately, though, we, because of that, though, we, we did miss out on a couple uh, elements because it was edited. It was um, censured, uh, if you will. Um, we didn't get to see a few things. I am aware. <laughs> tongue-in-cheek. That doesn't apply. Um, <laughs> so... Yeah, it was it was a it was a good ninety, not not quite. Um, the runtime's ninety three minutes. We had like a little under that, so we had some things cut out. Um, nothing major, but there were a couple that we but looked at. We missed we the missed, whole butts. We missed the Italian asses, um, all of the men's asses, uh, as well as a um, sexual harassment alien case that did not happen because of so and the offended. word mental. Okay. Yeah, which was I, I thought was really weird. They bleeped out the word mental. I mean, maybe it's a... Like from the it, British audience standpoint? Maybe, maybe but I mean, different. it I played know. on freeform. Like, I mean, yeah. I can see it as being like offensive to anybody with like anxiety depression or anything like that. They but had the noose, though. They had the noose. Yeah. Yeah. like, I'm going to come center stage and hang myself. And they yeah. got that they in. They left that in. That doesn't make any sense to me, but whatever. 
Alright, so let's do our best to run through the plot. I've got Wikipedia up. I'm going to throw out some references as this. we go through. Let's talk. So, the movie starts with a lot of weird hand motions. Um, <laughs> they're like swimming through this... Psychedelic. It's like 80s. Yeah, it doesn't feel like, like a 90s movie yeah. start. It like changes, it gets there. It's a, little, it's a little more 60s, 70s yeah. with the go-go's. Uh, the go-go dancer look. So it it kind of fades in on their like silhouettes and this psychedelic look. I mean, like an introduction. Introducing each girl because you know they're either and they use their real names, not well, their stereotypical yeah. names. So which I thought was nice, and kind of kicks into one of my favorite songs of Too Much. Apparently, I'm on Wikipedia. They were on Top of the Pops, which is a British yeah. music chart television program. Um, the, yeah, so they were singing on a. There's a lot of references in this movie that are completely over our heads because we're not British. We live in America. Um, a lot of people, too. Like, a lot of the, the celebrity references were completely... I looked, I was looking it up, I'm like, I don't know who this person is. Um, there's a couple, though. We'll get to them. Okay, I don't want to get ahead of myself. Um, so they're singing. They're singing too much. Um, and then we jump into a lot of... Um, kind of like cuts. It cuts back and forth. The girls get onto the bus... The uh, we get an introduction of Kevin McMaxford, Kelly's favorite character. Mm, no. He's gross. He's awful. No, you're you're jumping ahead. Uh, wait, wait. Well, we got we. I mean, the girls sing. They they go through the hallway. Oh, we got Elton. Elton's in there, and then you meet the um, the documentary people, which is Alan Cummings, right? Yes. Yeah, because we don't meet. That dude until a little bit later. Well, Wikipedia's got well, Kevin Wikipedia McMaxford for Piers Cuthbertson Smith. So they walk through this hallway. They I'm, meet Elton John. I will give you this this like this. scene by scene walkthrough. So, you know, <laughs> the documentary team is setting up for their documentary, and the Spice Girls are supposed to be coming down the hallway at them. They're in the wrong spot. They go behind them, and they're all confused. Then the girls are outside getting ready to get on their bus and meeting their adoring fans there's way too many guys in that like well like little boys like guys and little boys are very very different there's a lot of british boys who are like oh my god spice girls they were a worldwide phenomenon there's a lot of guys in that right i mean i can't talk i was a spice girl yeah you you admitted and you were like quoting the words and singing the songs so here's the thing here's here's quick little anecdote uh, I got a DVD player when I was like sixth grade, and my uh, my dad. Well, okay, let me rephrase that. My dad got a new DVD player, so I got his old DVD player. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> um, and so he got they got that for me, and um, then they had they they'd gone to the store or whatever random movie store and gotten me like four or five movies. Well, it's like two or three. The ones I remember, I had Flubber, Little Nicky. Nice. And Spice World. They, my parents bought it for me. Your parents, my are parents heroes. bought it for me. And everyone is like, "What is Spice World? What is?" I, my, I didn't have a choice. Not that I didn't watch it, and it didn't help me become the the person I am today. Notice um, he avoided the word man. <laughs> <laughs> That's neither here nor there. Um, but yeah, so that was that was my introduction to it. So I watched it a lot as a kid. I only had like five movies. And See, I watched that one a I'm lot. just, I'm, it hurts my heart that you had it on DVD because I wore it out on VHS. Like, legitimately wore out the tape on VHS because I had watched it so 
many times as a child. I don't know what that says about me, but who cares? So we know my track record. I think we, we all had that like one. Video. Yeah, we all had we that movie that you just you watched. Mine just happened to be Spice World. So you had to like rewind it and like play mm-hmm. it again and rewind it. Mine was We're Back a Dinosaur Story. The forgotten oh, Disney movie yeah. that everybody wants to like say doesn't exist. Because it's really dark. Holy shit, it was dark. Like talking about like giving pills to dinosaurs to make them monsters and then they gave them to people and like it was basically a huge extended metaphor for depression anxiety and how people take pills in order to become somebody they're not it was like okay get a little real there disney (laughs) but yeah i did that one john goodman was in that i think i had seeing again in the the vein I had Miss Congeniality on <laughs> which is another classic. So good. All right. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, the girls, uh, we meet the documentary crew who are, throughout the movie, they are always stalking the girls. Alan Cumming uh, leads them. I did not realize his name was Pierce Cuthbertson Smith. Yeah, I don't, did they ever say that in the I, movie? They maybe call, maybe they, Pierce. They called him yeah, Pierce, Pierce, but other than that... Um, and so we have him, he was stalking the girls, uh, we meet the manager, uh, Clifford. Clifford! And his all one, or one color suits. Like, Clifford had a lot of those. He, he takes some styling choices from the queen that wears one color. That's that, true. That way she's easily spotted in the crowd. Fashion forward. Yes. <laughs> oh, no way. He was Dr. Xander Rice. Um, so, Who? uh, Clifford. Clifford. Richard Grant. Richard E. Grant. Um, he was in uh, Game of Thrones. He was in Logan. He was in. He was Dracula in Bram Stoker's Stoker's Bra- mm-hmm. Dracula. <laughs> Bram Dracula. Stoker's Dracula. Dracula. Okay, so apparently we've got Cher joining us on this, <laughs> this podcast episode. Apparently, you know a very hard phrase to say is male. Is it male cheerleader? <laughs> <laughs> male cheerleader. It's hard to say when you're. Drunk, it's hard to say sober, apparently, too. So, male cheerleader. Male cheerleader. Male cheerleader. Nope. (laughs) New male cheerleader. The reason for this, that we found this out, is because we were going to watch, not Pitch Perfect. Bring it on. Bring it on. Bring it on. on. Uh, Basically, the the Pitch Perfect of cheerleading. Um, Bring it on is what we're going to watch. It's the same thing. It's like, Pitch Perfect is a bring it on acapella. There you go. No, I'm saying... Bring it on theme first. No, but... It's the same style movie, so Pitch yeah. Perfect would be the, the Bring It On, or no, Bring It On is the Pitch... No. No. You were right the first time. I was right the first time. Yeah. Um, oh, heck. So yeah. All right, back to the movie. Um, Spice Girls. They're doing stuff. They are on a bus. A very... Okay, so this bus is... Yeah, we gotta talk about the bus. It's like the TARDIS of London buses. Exactly. Like, you get into a normal bus, and you're like, all right, you got enough room to walk down and two seats on each side. Even if you take that and, like, double it, you still have, like, 15 feet, maybe. Yeah. This They're, is, like, a 45-foot-wide yeah. yeah. and 80-foot-deep bus. They, they definitely, like, yeah. had a different set like for each, the inside yeah. of the bus. Each, each Spice Girl has, like, their own room within this bus. Yeah, like, they shot the exterior of the bus, and then they shot the interior of the bus. Not the same things. The, yeah, they, and they never actually, yeah. Oh, and speaking of the bus, who, who's our bus driver? Meatloaf! Meatloaf. Meatloaf. And I wanted to know, like, what is Meatloaf doing in 1997? Because his, he, he seemed to be coming a, a long way down. 
Um, he definitely Meatloaf. I remember in like what was it the eighties? He was he was like going hardcore, and then he picked it up again later, basically in the nostalgia factor. Probably in the nineties. I mean, I know Nick will probably say, but the Spice Girls were at the height of their fame. Where's the line? <laughs> he said that during the movie <laughs> multiple times. So. But I don't know. I think it's kind of funny that Meatloaf is the bus driver, but because there's a few uh, cameos that are. There's a lot of cameos in this film. Are bigger than others, yeah. And some of them are like, you've got um, Elton John, who's there for a handful of seconds and gets kissed, and he's like, oh, goodness. I'm, like, I'm pretty okay. sure Elton Calm down, Queen. I would say Elton's out that. at this point. So not, that's weird. Um, and then you got like George Went, Mark McKinney. Uh, Elvis who, Costello. Elvis Costello. I, <laughs> was, I was very excited. Times. Okay, here's the thing. Remember, last time I saw this was probably like middle school, and I didn't really realize who Elvis Costello was at that time. And so now I'm like, oh my god, it's Elvis Costello. Yeah, you said that. <laughs> Just I like also that. didn't realize. I still didn't know who it was. Nor did any of us. Um, so one of the characters who comes into play is... Uh, so Kevin McMaxford, the, um, the really gross um, newspaper owner who is trying to basically take the, the Spice Girls reputation down the drain because he's tired of talking nice about them, um, even though he was one of the people that talked them up and made them famous, which I don't understand that. But anyways, um, he hires Damien, a photographer, to take pictures and basically record the girls and portray them in a negative light. Damien's Richard O'Brien. And if you don't know who Richard O'Brien is, uh, he was Riff Raff and the writer of Rocky Horror Picture Show. Mm-hmm. Fun so, fact. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Hashtag fun fact. Um, yeah, this plot description is horrible. Um, so what the happens? The plot is right? horrible. <laughs> no, it's no not. Plot. There is no plot. They're they're on a week long bus tour trip around. They fly too, and though. they fly. They do fly out, but. They're on a promotion tour yeah. for their upcoming Albert Hall live gig, which in America we call it a concert. Like I think it was being shown on TV. It was, it but was. at the same it was time, live streamed like, around the world. They didn't have live live stream in the nineties. It was that, televised. She said that in the movie, though. Did she? Yeah. Oh. When they were up on that stage, she's like, "Yeah, we're gonna live stream it around the world." Mm. In her fancy accent. <laughs> on the telly. <laughs> on the telly. <laughs> yeah, that's the movie. <laughs> like we're done here. No, that's that's basically what happens, and it's there's a lot of uh, hijinks and songs, shenanigans, and shenanigans, if you will. And of course, there's the the pregnant best friend. Yes, the pregnant best friend that decides to you know randomly show up, Nicola, if you will. I don't understand her value. Like, okay, let me rephrase that. It's to I add un- it's to add some drama to them getting to the live yes. show. Yeah. And it, well, I think it adds depth to them to make it look like they're a little more down to earth they're yeah. a little more human because yeah. they have a friend who is going through some serious shit she's knocked up and her man left but her but they brought her to a club when she was overdue she, yeah the and first time like, oh, we see wife. her she's already a week past due yep. and then it's like three or four days later so she's like a week and a half past and she goes to a nightclub at like nine, ten o'clock at night girl go to your doctor get induced yeah. honey at that point <laughs> have to baby well and they even make the joke you need to you need to charge that thing storage like oh. Like, also, I, think, I love that it's not rent. It's yeah. storage. storage. Charge storage. Like, it's like a box of, like, photo albums. <laughs> like, not a baby. Not a human <laughs> life. Well, and the baby daddy is gone. Um, he's uh, gone. Trevor, I think his name was. Was that? Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know if that's right. It's not in... He's gone. Trevor left me. He... 
and and the baby kicks and baby spice feels the baby kick and i was like <gasps> meta uh, i see what they're doing there um oh, i just got that he didn't yeah <laughs> kelly got thank it. you for joining us kelly <laughs> any reference to motherhood goes through baby spice gotcha any, don't I was just it. too distracted by the actual like pregnancy belly because it wasn't very like it was so like bumpy and like it was it massive too. Yeah. yeah, it was also really really high. Yes, yeah. like when she's sitting down, it's like because by that point she would have dropped and yeah, she would yeah. not be carrying that high. How dare Spice World not be anatomically correct? <laughs> True. Um, oh, that is false. Wikipedia says that the girls' uptight manager Clifford and sympathetic assistant Deborah uh, are fending off two overeager Hollywood writers uh, who relentlessly pitch absurd plot ideas for a feature film. That's not that what they're only doing. Clifford, they, Clifford yeah, is not, the only one. And Deborah it's not, really doesn't. And they're not really fending off. He agrees to. Yeah, he entertains them. Yeah, and he's like, eh, I don't like the idea. Well, I mean, at, at first he's very like, you know, opposed to the to the ideas because I mean, come on, the pitches that they're giving are kind of shitty so i mean i see it but i think the words and wikipedia are a little um embellished if you will yeah probably. like space force five spice force five okay sorry space space force is what we're all gonna have to sign up if we want our military id cards in the next couple years not spice mm. i want to be a stormtrooper spice force five <laughs> oh, <geez>. um <laughs> Yeah, so that's 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 what's going on there. Um, I'm I'm just struggling because okay, so let, okay, they break away and they go to. Um, they're on the bus, um, and one of the first things that we see after they get on the bus the first time is they go and this is when we meet Nicola. Is they're singing? Um, what is the song? Say you'll be there. Yes, that one. You're welcome. Um, they're singing the say say you'll be there, and they get. Uh, Sporty Spice gets real bitchy. Like, hold on, hold the, on. The What's guy, going on here? The guy hits the wrong note, clearly on purpose. Um, but like, then we're like, oh, okay. And they're like, oh, you're wearing your boxing gloves? I'm like, shit, the guy made a mistake. Back off, Sporty. I don't know. I thought it was kind of bitchy. It was a little shitty, for especially being that early in the movie. But, you know, perfectionism in the arts, I guess. I really just wish everyone could see the head gestures that Nick's doing right now. It's wow, pretty great. Lots of, lots of bobbing. Very, very RuPaul-esque. Yes. It's pretty great. Winner, winner, chicken. Dinner. And literally no one who ever listens to this podcast is going to understand that reference. You know what? Maybe that reference is just for me. And you. There you go. It's great. <laughs> oh, speaking of those that listen to this podcast and references, Andre, here's your weekly shout out. Um, it's a little you know, There's only like six people who listen to this weekly, so I got I to gotta get those people on on here more often anyways um they're singing nicola shows up they're like oh my god you're still pregnant um alan cummings like watch the like let's let's watch the real emotions um and then they go and sing again uh that's that's that scene um that oh, riveting scene. really riveting and then, and then we meet roger moore's character uh, apparently chief i didn't know that was his name I didn't catch that from the movie. Um, he's like the owner of the Spice Girls. Yes, like I'm probably like their oh. probably like their manager essentially or agent kind of thing. Maybe their agent because Clifford's their manager. Probably probably an agent. Yeah. It's like the like Clifford's manager who like supervises him. It's weird. It's a weird situation. 
He's got a lot of animals going on. It was like it was fun to see the progression of the animals that he had. Like, oh, yes. He started with a cat. Cat, and yeah. then he went to a bunny, but it didn't look like a bunny. It looked like a. It looked fake like a cat. stuffed animal. Yeah. Yeah. And then he got to a little pig. <clears throat> yeah. Did and he then, then he... fed with a bottle? Yeah. That was yes, great. It's a baby pig. Let's, let's bottle feed the baby pig. Great. I appreciate the fact that they portrayed him though as like a Bond villain with like the cat and the animals and everything because you know Roger Moore is James Bond yeah. that was pretty funny um, but yeah that was he's telling them that they can't do things and Clifford's trying to let them do things but also not some strong character development there <laughs> um, his phone was really cool though it was like clear. Speaking of phones, I miss the 90s when you could just hold up your phone, press any random spot on the phone, and it would turn the phone off. Like in that meeting that they had. Phones, cell phones off, please. And they're just like holding it up and pressing the front, <laughs> and it's like beep. Turning my, <laughs> respect the writer. Okay. Oh, yeah. And the, yeah, the, I'm in the, when they're, the first uh, time they're pitching, pitching the, plot. the movie plots. That was kind of weird. I see you. I see you. Um, oh. Yeah, this is, oh, this is real bad. Because the next thing, it says, the stress and overwork compound, which, uh, compound, which uh, culminate in a huge argument between Clifford and the girls, and the girls suddenly storm out the evening before their gig. That's like the last third of the movie. That's, so, that's a big jump. We miss a lot of interesting moments so, there in the middle. <clears throat> I'm trying to remember the next big one. Is that... After that, essentially, we we fly out to Milan for their gig, that's right. Um, and they're rehearsing for a gig, and then the backup uh, dancers show up, and they are very um, muscly men in some very tight, whitey um, underpants. Some, they're oiled up. Too. They are very oiled up. Baby makes a gesture at one. She's like, ugh. Yeah, she, she's, she, like, she like slaps him on the shoulder, like, and she ugh. wipes the oil off. And they refer to the... the Stuff in the pants is like rolled up socks. Rolled up socks. Because yeah. one of the guys is bouncing his pecs and they're like, it looks like a um, two furrets buried up in there. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> yeah, that's very unpleasant. Yeah. So yeah, they're they're at Milan and then there's this huge argument because they're like, we didn't agree to this. This is tacky. I was like, this? This is to what's tacky? Yes, it was tacky. Like, all right. So the guys are half naked, and then they're like, oh, we're going to compromise. And unfortunately, Freeform didn't like the compromise, and Freeform <laughs> decided to blur out the compromise. Yeah, because so, then the guys come back, and they they do the same song, but now they're in these purple um, unitards, but when they turn like around... ones, too. Yeah, they're like... They, yeah, they're tuxedo unitards. You turn around, and... They are assless. They uh, there's a whole lot of ass. So if you are watching Spice World, make sure you are renting your own copy and seeing those asses in person and in real life. Yeah, Kelly didn't get to see them. They were woman. they were purpled out like it, the guys yeah. were wearing full pants. Apparently though, with like spray painted yeah yeah chunks of purple. And the purple. best part was though it like went to a blackout after and like you could still see the four that was like, like the yes. last thing that faded out was the purple <laughs> the... spot over the asses yeah. it was pretty great um they fly back and even so this is this is where to me it gets to be too much i think it's ginger who says was that what was the like was that even worth it <laughs> like Yes. As that you see, like, the plane flying back, and it's midnight. Was that really worth it? Like, yeah, that's, uh, I guess that we needed to get to 93 minutes, so that we had to throw that scene in. 
But the next scene is oh, cinema Lord. gold. I mean, it is by far on. the worst. And and unfortunately, they had they even edited a portion of it because if you're gonna get rid of any portion of this movie, this is gonna be the part that you edit out because it's just so stupid. It's awful. Uh, Jesus Christ. Okay, so they're they're driving down this woodsy back highway. country road. They're like they have to pee. And they're like, oh, we gotta go to the bathroom. And Deborah has her nice little line where she's like, doesn't matter how famous you are, sometimes you still gotta go take a whiz in the woods. Yeah, well, she didn't say it that way. And she said you have to tinkle in the woods. Or something. I think she says piss in the woods. Oh, goodness, Deborah. Maybe. Watch your mouth. Um, Watch <laughs> your mouth. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so they go out into the woods. Posh Spice is wearing a very... Um, unfortunate, or not unfortunate, but like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, um, inappropriate dress to be going we in the woods. Well, I mean, it's perfect for going we in the woods. You just got to squat. It's like barely anything. But it's, it's, like, it's posh by she wears the most tight little Gucci dresses, if you will. The little Gucci dress or the little, little Gucci dress. I know. Why don't you wear the, the little, little Gucci, Gucci dress? dress? That's a good idea. Thanks, um, thanks Em. Um, okay, so they're, they're walking through the woods and they're all frightened. And then there's this huge honk sound, which it's, it's completely parroting Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Um, uh, cause there's this like loud horn and they're like, somebody, they think somebody farted. And oh, like, pack it in, Mel. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't me. There you go. They get there and there's aliens. There's aliens. It's not like this movie was really like winning anything, but they incorporated <laughs> the aliens and it just lost me. Aliens are Spice Girl fans. As Big we, Spice Girl fans. We all are. Yet somehow they understood their language. That was kind of like. That's weird. what the subtitles were there for, for the girls to understand. Oh. Is that okay. is that three or four Ks? <laughs> That's full. Well, surely couldn't be three. <laughs> um, God damn it! I there's the re- okay. There it is. <laughs> um, but yeah, so. I was pissed though because and me and Nick we paused the movie and we went and got shots to celebrate the worst single like three seconds in movie history build up and they they edited it out. It's so pissed, like so pissed. You got the the girls walk up and aliens are coming down the ramp at them and you see one of them reach out and looks like it's going to like do the ET thing or shake their hand and then um, it it grabs Cherry's boob but that was not something that Freeform liked so they edited it out so ridiculous Shocking. <laughs> I'm I'm so offended that they edited that out cuz that is one of the best moments in movie history I I mean I don't know why this movie didn't get an Oscar but that's just me Oh honey I got a few reasons Oh honey what is yeah. you doing and these aliens want autographs, and they want pictures, and they're they're just fans. And it's it's weird. They want tickets to the Albert Hall gig, but I'm sorry, they're all sold out. Oh no! And then they want autographs, and then that's when we get the. Did you make it? Gawain, a, it's Gawain. not for me. It's for my brother. Gawain Takaka. Is that three or four Ks? That's four. And then they're they're like say. And that's what they say. And then, and then they take a picture. <laughs> and yeah. the picture shows all just how shitty the costumes were. Because they look so plastic. That's not even funny. Like, you just, you did something that made it even more obvious that you've wasted 
all your budget on just getting a bunch of celebrities, which I guess it wasn't really like gonna win a lot of. Yeah, I don't think they're yeah. exactly going for high like production quality right. with this with this movie. I don't know. I I don't know because in the mid '90s, this was actually probably. I mean, this was a big, a big deal. deal. When, when this movie came out, it was a big deal. So, just saying. I remember everybody in my middle school was like, "Oh my god, are you gonna go see the Spice World movie?" And I was like, "No," and I didn't. But then I got and then it on you DVD. got it bought for you, and, and you I watched, watched it. And it I was anyway. like, "All right, let's see what this is about." <sighs> I love Spice Girls. <laughs> I I am unashamedly a Spice Girls fan. I I think that there's they've got a handful of good songs. They have a lot of good songs. There's like, some there's some that I never heard of, but there's some good ones. I mean, if you don't have their greatest hit CD, you're missing out. I'm missing saying. out then. You could See, just get the Spice World soundtrack too. It's it's. No, because I don't the, think I want that. The <laughs> I'd rather have the greatest hits. The greatest hits has them from Spice and Spice World. Like it's because mm, yeah. those are their two big albums. Sorry about it, girls. Those are the oh. two albums that really matter. Spice World is an album too. Yes, it is. Oh, it's, I'm learning so much. There's yes. songs that are there's original songs in the movie. Yeah. Well, a ri- a, like first time that they were yeah out okay. yeah they were released as singles and they had videos and gotcha. all that kind of good stuff so yeah I was at like the tail end of the Spice Girl era like I came in at like the boy band era so mm. I like just missed out on the whole Spice Girl you missed phenomenon out. I know I probably did but I got my fill with NSYNC and the Backstreet Boys okay so. I am mad at you for that yeah. so. You guys probably already know this, but everybody listening, you need to shame my wife because we, whenever we have this discussion about are you were you NSYNC or Backstreet Boy fan, you know what her response is? Ninety eight degrees. N- Ninety eight degrees. Oh, <sighs> I do need to shame her because that's not an no. answer. That's no. not an answer. Like no. they had two songs. Yeah. It's an answer. It's just the wrong one. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like you are entitled to your wrong opinion. <laughs> they had um, what was the main one? I so I remember. Had, Give me just one it's, night. Una it's noche. All about you. But no, that's not even the one. Hold on, let me get my phone. They had they had like two or three songs that actually were worth noting. So and we yeah, can't think of them right. I'm on the on my way to the Wikipedia. It was so yes, she was a fan of the Lachey. Of the Lachey, the Lachey. There was two of them. Speaking yeah. of. Ohio has a lot of Lachey. Yeah, they're from Cincinnati. They are from. They have. If you guys are uh, in the Ohio Cincinnati region, stick, uh, stop on by Lachey's Bar. Lachey's. If you want to overpriced. Uh, oh, they had the decent. The hardest. Thing. The hardest thing was their the first. Oh, they also had True to Your Heart. That was on the Milan. Yeah, it was. Yes! And they had I Do, which was their like. Oh, that which was like the big one that was on TRL oh, all the time. Shout out to TRL. Oh man, Oof, what year is it? Oh. <laughs> I think TRL is back. I was gonna say it is back, but they it don't. But play, not well. They don't do the music videos like they used yeah. to. They just play songs and there's no like a celebrity. There's no Carson Daly with black painted fingernails, oh. so I'm not here for this. <laughs> oh, Carson. Yeah, it's pretty like millennial. Oh, that's rough. Speaking of MTV, man. Anyway, um, all of those. I still watch MTV. MTV, oh, VH1, yikes. what happened to you both? VH1 got ghetto. Yeah. VH1 <laughs> was real ghetto. Basically, here's the shift. You had MTV doing what it was doing, uh, and then it started to shift away a little bit, and VH1 was like, oh, we're just going to do what MTV did and do it, but like older songs. And then they were doing it well, and then they shifted away and did like the I Love the 80s, I Love the 90s, which oh, I was okay with. I would love those. I love those. And then they just stopped doing all of it, and MTV just decided just to be a reality show. But MTV yes. really like started reality TV with the real world. Like they that yes. was the first real world. reality. Jackass. 
Jackass. Jackass, but like I remember watching all of the real world seasons, like Same. in order. I used to know them all, what city they were in, in order for each season. Like that started that trend yeah. and that revolution. But that was okay for what they did, like because it was a slice of the pie. It wasn't everything. It wasn't the entire pie. Now no, it's they, everything. They were still doing. They were still playing music, and yeah, and it was yeah. like their late night was their reality couple shows mm-hmm. that they did. Yeah, they had like night, so. the ten spot, if you will. Um, they would play like their shows <laughs> after ten o'clock. Like Daria was on the ten spot. Oh, they had Daria. Real, real World and Road Rules, and then the, yes. they brought the challenge in. I'm like a huge challenge. I love uh, the challenge. I love the challenge. And are you the one? But I know I'm probably the only person that watches that. (laughs) Didn't Uh, watch that one. Me and my friends stayed up, and it was right after the challenge uh, that they started playing Jackass, and we stayed up to watch that. Mm. Oh, I love Jackass. Jackass was good. That was funny. Um, But yeah, we're talking about Spice World here. (laughs) We're just reliving Um, the 90s. It's a little bit of a tangent. I mean, it is. It's an appreciation of 90s pop culture. Um, So speaking of 90s pop culture, let's take a break. And uh, see what is coming up soon from Eventide as we refill our drinks and popcorn and all that other stuff. Uh, Kelly is shaking her head no. I think she that bottle of Barefoot's doing her in. Yeah. Uh, But we're going to take a little quick little break and we will be back here uh, in just a second. Oprah's Book of the Month Club, please. We've got something much better in store for you. Let's talk about books. The energy is right. I got a candle going. It feels good. Every Monday morning, Jessica Gillen sits down and talks with you about the very best in books and literature. Murder on the Orient Express. The Strange Case of the Alchemist's Daughter. The Cruel Prince. It's the Bookseller. Every Monday morning brought to you by Eventide Entertainment. If there's one thing that's true about wrestling fans, it's how much they like to talk about wrestling. Join Aaron Lopez and Ben Norsworthy for the Top Rope Wrestling Podcast. Uh, Let's get ready to rumble! Tune in every episode and be ringside as these two break down all of the big matches in the world of professional wrestling. Brought to you by Eventide Entertainment. To the drive-in, we are here to talk about. <laughs> Kelly forgets that there's an editing process to this, thinking we're gonna get a longer break. No, here. okay, I have to explain something though. Last time I was here, I literally had bronchitis, so Ain't nobody at got the, time for at that. The break, I like took a drink of water, like I held in all of my coughs, and I had to like save it until we breaked and then I kind of like took a minute to myself and then we like got back into it but no he we didn't get a break but that's okay do you need to use the restroom no, I'm good. Okay. do you need a cough okay. <laughs> boo you whore so, alright and we're back oh we're back oh, a little Jimmy Fallon quote there alright so um aliens and then boobs the, and yeah. what even happened next so i think after aliens? that as we get to the point of the girls are exhausted they try to get a day off it is the day off. the okay. manager says no and then no, the manager wants to give them the day off but chief says no chief says no. says no and then they have this cute little spat and victoria's wearing apparently a blazer with 
you know, just an exposed bra, because that's cool. Fashion. Fashion. Well, then after that, we we go to dance camp, which with Mr. Snoo. Let's talk about this. It's uh, Mr. Step. Mr. Step. And Mr. Step is actually somebody, and I I looked him up because I was like, oh my God, who's Mr. Step? Michael Barrymore. He's very famous in England, English comedian and television presenter of game shows. So I'm sure that was really funny for them, but it was just a, a mildly entertaining guy. He was great. He was fantastic. Yeah. He reminded me of, um, oh, what's the guy from, um, the guy from uh, for the Friends episode where Joey uh, tries out for the musical and does choreography. Oh. And they're teaching and he's like, oh. you know what I'm talking about? It sounds really yeah, so there's, I, there's can, the, I, I see it. Because there's brain. the guy who's like, oh, you know, our choreographer dropped out. And he's like, oh, that's. that's and Joey choreographs yeah. for them, and it is a. And he's like, oh, this is how you do it. It's just like, da da da. And the, step, step ball change, step ball change, potpourri, potpourri, and jazz hands. Like, that's what I remember of that guy, and that kind of reminds yes. me of this guy. But even more so because he's dressed in, like, military garb with a. Not a nightstick, but like one of those little jazz sticks. It's like it's like a ballet cane. When yeah. you, the old fashioned ballet teachers that used to slam it into the into the floor to count. And the best quick change in this movie, yes, <laughs> perhaps of any movie, with no editing at all. It's wonderful. Um, it's the girls perfect. are all asterisk. There is lots of editing. There's <laughs> lots of editing. Um, the girls are all wearing their their various clothes of of choice, and then they walk through the door, and they're in. Camo. Yeah, like camo outfits. And they're all in like these heavy camo shirts and pants. Because she has to be in a dress and high heels. Yeah, she has a cute little gushy like camo dress dress (laughs) with some cute shoes. Like, what's wrong? Why you hate on her? I'm I'm not. Okay. Pointing out. This is this is one of those points in the movie. This is one of the parts in the movie where Nick is uh Drinking quite a lot because yes. Posh Spice was not participating in any of the uh, the boot camp activities. Yeah. Except she did gingerly step through the hoops. She did. She went through the yeah, like the tires. tires, and then she chose not to go through the the tube and not climb the wall. And you know Tarzan swing off of it into kiddie pools, apparently filled with cold water. So I am mad at you, Victoria. You do you, honey. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, what happens next? Then we have the the nightmare scene where they're all so, so okay, I'm just going to take over here for we a moment. We missed mama. We didn't, we didn't talk mama. about mama. Mama was um when they're talking about during Nicola and they're like Oh, the first time. Yeah, when they when they flash forward to them all being moms. Yeah. Not that it's all that important. No, but it's a funny moment because they're all they're all pissed off at their kids for for listening to their songs. And then they start cranking up Mama, and Ginger goes, Lucy, Timmy, you turn that bloody racket down! And it's funny, because it's their music. Ha 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 because she was like pregnant. Pounds. She was pregnant. Yes, yeah, they all that's were. the joke. Because they were all pregnant. pregnant. She didn't look well. She wasn't standing. So no, she just probably had. She that. just looked like she was wearing like three fat suits. No, she was. That's just, just her oversized like jackets. That's that's, <laughs> that's her fat 20, shaming. That is her twenty jackets. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. Um, so okay. we're, we're back, so they're staying at this big scary house where, yes, yes, yes. where they have the dance class, and it's nighttime, 
And the creepy photographer apparently sneaks in through the toilet, which is, you know, that's feasible. So every move he makes, he wakes up one of the girls, even though the toilet's probably on the other side of the house compared to them where they're, you know, staying. They all get scared and they all apparently are having nightmares about the same thing. They all end up in, I believe, Victoria's bed? I don't know. I, it Let's sounds see, it wasn't, right. It wasn't Sporty or Baby or Ginger. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's Victoria's bed. They all end up there. And they all talk, start talking about that they're having the same nightmare about this Albert Hall gig, about how, you know, they try to go sing and they don't have any heads. And then Victoria's like, I had a head, but didn't have any makeup on it. And apparently that is, you know, the end of the world to yeah. her and Ginger. So Ginger's, Ginger's horrified with her yes. red lipstick on while she's sleeping. Because mm-hmm. that's what you're worried about, honey. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and it was yeah. So they they they're all worried. There's this like psychology aspect of like, oh, maybe they're worried about their their show. They don't know what's going on. It's like trying to figure out the the dream sequence of of everything. Um, I don't know. It's 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 trying to be like psychological, and it's not just and. They start having a conversation, and then they real like they talk about how they're all terrified, and the photographer's there getting the scoop on him, lying underneath the bed like a hella creep, and then he reports that in, they put it in the paper and talk about how the girls are terrified. Clifford has a meltdown. They make fun of him. Yada yada yada. It keeps going on and on, and then after that, I can't remember what comes next. Um, after that. Let's see. Oh, Ooh. that's where they start to break. They no, get... that's the contest winners are next. The contest winners. Oh my god. Okay, so this is this is my favorite part. So you've got <laughs> uh, the boob rug. Well, I didn't see that. Child part. abuse. <laughs> that's his favorite part, America. That's his favorite part. So these two kids win a contest of whatever sorts. Trip whatever. around London with the Spice Girls. Yep, and one's one's <laughs> wearing you. pink and has a is blonde, so she's supposed to be like, oh, she's probably a fan of Baby Spice. A baby, and, baby. Oh, she's a baby, ha, baby. Ha! You're so funny. And then, then there's a, a an African American one. Well, no, she's African Eng- English. She. God damn it! <laughs> so she's oh, there. No. She has the same hairstyle as Scary Spice, and. <laughs> <laughs> we're like okay, African English. <laughs> Seeing as how I'm sure, I think a good majority of Africa was owned by England at one point. It's historical. <laughs> um, yikes. Um, so shit got dark. So I was wanting to know when they were gonna bring on the whore kid that was supposed to be Ginger's favorite. <laughs> But no, you didn't. can't call children whores. <laughs> I was a whore as a kid, like I'm not sorry, a kid, what? But like a high school kid. But these were like children, like seventh graders. Yeah. Okay. Don't tell me you don't know a seventh grader. Who I do because yeah. I knew a seventh grader that had relations with another yeah. seventh grader on our library couch. But that's Ew. neither here nor there. This was the nineties. Like and about that boat ride. <laughs> <laughs> This is the 90s. It's a different time. <laughs> Libraries aren't just for reading. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Gives a whole new meaning to the stacks. So. Get out. Get the fuck out. Get out. 
Um, so these kids, they are on the bus, and then Scary Spice is like, oh, you know what would be fun? Child endangerment. Let's kidnap these kids and go on a boat and just boat around the Thames. (laughs) Boat around the Thames. I I mean, you're not wrong. I'm pretty sure something like that, but because she goes, when I say go... We go. Okay. Go. Go. And they all like run and they're like, oh, we're having fun. Until they all fall into the uh, the river and almost drown. And then Sporty saves the day. Sporty belly flops off. The- yeah, not very Sporty like. It was not the sportiest yes. um, descent into yeah, the water. Well, both kids at Victoria or Posh Spice fall into the, into the water because, you know, why not? And they, they go off a ramp. Yeah. Well, well they try well, to avoid they, the they ramp. They avoid it. And then, like luckily, they have life vests on because it's safety first, children. Um, they have life vests that save their lives. And that's why, I mean, when Sporty jumps in and like, she catches up to them, she's like, I jumped in the water for nothing. <laughs> it's the only song that they sing in the entire movie that is not their own song. Nope. It's My Boy Lollipop by Millie Small. Now available on iTunes. Apparently the movie's <laughs> doing the damn head bob again. And, okay, so I'm looking at the music, and I have to give my, probably, and I said my favorite part like eight times, so this is another one of my 20 favorite parts. Um, before they go into this, because we skipped this, because it really is not important at all. Um, they go into this like cocktail hour mm. to like talk to people and just kind of meet and greet and mingle. And um, Alan Cumming and his crew are trying to get in, and they can't because they're not on the list. And so then Nicola shows up, and she's got an extra ticket, and she gives it to Alan Cumming's character, and he's like, oh yeah, I hope you're ready, because tonight is the night where three become one. And it's really creepy and weird, but it was funny because I did not catch that. When I was younger. And really? I did not catch that. You never that. caught that? Because the next scene, the song that they're playing is To Become One. Yeah, and then over the course of all that, that's what plays in the background. And I do have to say that I really enjoyed the conversation of uh, Posh Spice with Jennifer Saunders from Absolutely Fabulous. One of the best British comedies that are out there. So check that out on Netflix if you're looking for something new to watch. Jennifer Saunders also played the uh, voice of the evil fairy godmother in animated Shrek 2. Yes, she did. She sang I Need a Hero. Another was she the one that was like, I'm talking to a Spice Girl? Yes. Yeah. That was really funny, too. Yes. Yeah. I laughed. Oh, Hugh Laurie was in this. Where was he in? Though? He was... Pearl. He was the judge. He was... Pearl. No, that's, that's Stephen Fry. Yeah. Uh, no, what you was... Tried. That's not how you say his name. How do you say... Um, with, from uh, Murder on the Orient, Orient Express. Perot? Perot. Perot. Or something like that. It's weird. It's not Perot. Yeah, I guess Is it Perot? Uh, Hugh Laurie was that. <laughs> Do you Do smell, smell toast? toast? Or are you just drunk? <laughs> but was that the part that got skipped? Because there was a part that we talked about where like, uh, that got skipped. I don't oh, know. What got skipped? Um... Oh, yeah. No. It's the um, the murder mystery investigation scene, and yeah. that's probably where that's probably where he's at in it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we we've got a, a handful of very very famous um, cameos here. We got uh, we talked about Meatloaf already, um, Richard O'Brien, Alan Cumming, George Went, Norm from uh, from Cheers. 
Uh, Mark McKinney, which you might know from uh, Kids in the Hall. He was one of those original guys. Um, trying to think of you some know of the other Kids ones. in the Hall? No. Look it up. Educate yourself. Learn something. Jules Holland, who's an English reference person. He worked with a lot of people. He was the um, the music director when they got bitchy at the beginning of the show. Mm. Um, nope, don't know these guys. Um, Bob Hoskins. Bob Hoskins. To, to figure out who that was in the movie. Apparently, one of us has not yet seen Who Framed Roger Rabbit. It's a travesty. Yes. Kelly Holbrief. That <laughs> yeah, that's... educate yourself, darling. I need to watch a lot of movies. Yes, you do. It's really good. Favorite. Very good. I didn't know he was an English actor, though. He is apparently is English. He? Yeah. Um, Bob Geldof was uh, in it. Bob Geldof was one of the guys. He basically, if you guys ever heard of Farm Aid, or um, not Farm Aid, Band Aid, which mm-hmm. was in the 80s. Um, it was when like the We Are the World, the mm-hmm. that song came out. Um, <laughs> Bob Geldof put that together. Yep. He was the one that Sporty Spice gave horns to at that party. Mm-hmm. And then Elton John was in it, Elvis Costello was in it, right, Kelly? Yes. Was Elvis Costello in this movie? Elvis Costello was in this. Oh my gosh, Elvis Costello! He's tending the bar! (laughs) He was the bartender. The bartender by the bar. Oh, casting. Frank Bruno was a British uh, professional boxer, was originally cast as the tour bus driver, but withdrew after security guard prevented his son from having a photo taken with the girls. I'm sorry, are you on the IMDb trivia section? No. <laughs> Not yet. The Wikipedia trivia section. <laughs> and Princess Diana was originally in this movie. <gasps> that would be great. Yeah, they do make like a little nod to the... The royal family. Yeah. I thought they were going to like cut to them. Like stuff. They are not and that. They don't care about the Spice Girls that yeah. much. No. I'm sure they were that like... That would have been really impressive. Oh, nice. Wonderful. You got the freaking queen to be in your movie? Hell yeah. And her corgis. Oh, I love oh, her so the much. Oh, the corgis. Did um, she have the corgis back then? Irrelevant. She had the corgis. Have you watched the corgis? I'm sorry. Corgis are never irrelevant. <laughs> yeah. She had the corgis back like in the 60s. Like, yeah. like even when she took took the throne, she had corgis. Watch the crown. Really. I don't know. I, it's on my list. Yeah, watch the crown. It's good. Real good. Anyway, Spice World. Are the corgis in the crown? Yes, they are. Okay. And then um, the film also reunited, as we have mentioned, Richard O'Brien with Meatloaf. Because they were both yeah. Rocky Horror. Mm-hmm. Um, and official toy versions of the Spice Bus were produced upon the movie release. But <laughs> and, apparently, and apparently used in the, in the movie. movie. In the movie. We haven't we'll gotten to, to that part yet. Yeah, we'll get to that. So, all right, we're probably pretty close. We are pretty close. I think by this point, so they because so they have they have their breakup. That's yeah, the they have the after thing. the um, the boating accident. They had they're all at Albert Hall apparently at the end of a rehearsal, and this is when they have the big fight, and Clifford's yep. yelling at them. So they all um, they kind of go their separate ways, and after yelling at each other, and this is where we get the uh, emotional flashback that apparently nobody else likes, but I do when they're reliving, you know, back in the day when they were. You know, no one hanging out at a coffee shop when they had no money. Show, um, showing just how relevant Nicola is. You, I mean, keep them grounded. She gets. She Gosh. presses the play button on their jukebox. She does. She's <laughs> very necessary. She is. She's a vital, vital character in this movie. She's saying about as much as Posh Spice though in that. Ooh. Like you look at that, you watch the wannabe, and she doesn't. She dances a lot, but she doesn't really well, sing anything. In reality, if you look at the, you listen to the songs and you see who sings lead. 
Posh Spice does not sing lead very often at all. Oh, I know. And, I mean, of all five of them, she probably sings lead the least. Basically, you had... no. She, oh, she, I guarantee you she did. Because you had... Um, Baby, Baby and Scary were kind of like back and forth on lead for some of it. Mm-hmm. Jerry, uh, Ginger was most Ginger and Sporty take most Ginger, of the. Yeah. Yeah. Sporty, yeah. Sporty sings a lot of the like, like the higher notes and yeah. a, lot, a lot more riffs. She's yeah. she's a belter of the group. Mm-hmm. She has some pipes. Had, she can't lip sync for shit, but no. she can at least sing. Let's talk about that for a second because they lip sync in the entire thing, the entire movie, and they like even at one point it's the Italy portion. Where they're like lip singing and then the girls stop singing, but the track keeps going in the background. And they play, I mean, they pay no attention to that. They're just like, yeah, it's that like happened. ten seconds. It's not like a, a half second like editing slip. No, like they just are like, oh no, that's what we do during concerts. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, so they get upset and they they all leave. And then see, this is where the editing for me was a little uh, frustrating because you have, um, I think it's three or four of the five. Are looking off into the distance, forlornly, for forlorn, very forlorn. For girl, that's barely even a word. They're they're looking off into the distance with some uh, ingenue, and that's even worse. No, yeah, no, 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 an ingenue with some is... uh, accoutrement, if you will. And um, oh, who are you playing, Scrabblewick, girl? <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're looking off, and they're like, "Oh, we're depressed because we're breaking up. We're all upset." And then they do their flashback. And then they do Sporty Spices looking off into the distance. And I'm like, why wouldn't you do all of them and then yeah. that, and then that's have why, them all show up? That's why I was so confused. I can see that. I, I can relate. Because I was like, oh, that's weird. And then they show up. And I'm like, oh, it's because that was a flashback and she's thinking about it. And they all show up at the place where they used to meet the guys, the bar owner. Um, Brian? I, I don't remember. Brian sounds right. Starts um, with a B. Yeah, Bill Patterson played him, who is a Scottish actor. Oh, he appeared in Doctor Who episode. Wonderful. Good for him. Anyways, uh, yeah, so he's like, he's all about jazz and shit, and that's not important. But um, they show up and they're like, let's let's go and get some chips and talk about life. And then the next day happens and Nicola's having her baby. Well, they go to the club first. They decide to go really until they bleep that out they they apparently go decide to go grab their mental not mental friend that's terrible pregnant <laughs> friend sorry and Jeez. take and take her to the club where i mean there's drag and there's club kid looks and it's just all kinds of craziness and then nicola goes into labor yeah she is she's drinking a pepsi and then all of a sudden she has... She's also on a different floor. Like, all the Spice Girls are down on the dance floor and they leave her on the second floor. Yeah, singing and dancing to their own song. It's a great, great friend move, guys. Who do you think you are? Yeah, why did they all leave? Like, I can understand, like, a couple of them are like, oh, we're gonna Because go they're not good friends. Let's call a spade a spade. We're gonna, we're gonna go dance. And then, like, we'll come back and then you can go dance. Nope, they're like, we're gonna all go dance. Let's abandon the pregnant one. Yeah. <laughs> Screw the pregnant friend. Pregnant Spice. Prager Spice. Prego Spice. <laughs> oh, God. Gosh. <laughs> so she, like, like, oh, my God, it's happening. I'm having contractions. She just, like, looks like... The look on her face when she has her first contraction is the look of, like, 
oh, I have to take a massive shit and I don't know where to go. And then it's like, oh, she bends over. I'm like, oh, she really does. And then there's like, then Baby Spice runs up and does, does, she, she yells, Nicola! And I'm thinking, like, the only thing I can think of at this moment is the Ricola <laughs> commercial. Because <laughs> that's why she Nicola. says it almost. She's like, Nicola! And like, oh you need a mint or something. I don't know. It's not a mint, it's a throat lozenge. It's, yeah, it's like a cough drop. Well, it's. <laughs> Close enough. A for effort. I mean, like, you're like really Ludens. pretty. You try. Yeah, just like Ludens is a cough drop. It's a piece of candy. Ooh, piece of candy. Ooh, piece, piece of candy. candy. Oh, Adam Woods. <laughs> no, Adam Woods. Was James Woods. James Woods. That's you went into James Woods. <laughs> <laughs> so she gets, she's having her baby, and they're like, hey, meatloaf, take us to the hospital. And he's like, oh, okay, you're all having babies? It's like, no, just Nicola. And he's like, all right. And so they go to the hospital. And then they're late for their show. Yes, because they're for 24 hours, no, wait, they that's say? when Posh drives the bus, right? Well, after no, that, but they no. get to the hospital for Nicola after. to deliver the baby. But she's not quite ready yet. But then, but we get to this point, you know, she's not ready yet. The girls stay there. Then they, um, three of them go and talk to the kid and says, and when Victoria says, maybe you should take your top off, Jerry. And then the kid, like, wakes up from his little head injury coma oh, thing. Yes. And then she has the baby. Okay, for a second. Let's talk about this. So for a group that talks about feminism and girl power as much as they do, they sexualize their friends and themselves. Oh, yeah, sure, you betcha. Oh, so much. Which is just super hypocritical. hypocritical. girl band in the 90s. We have to remember, it was a different time. That's how they set records. (laughs) Yes. It's true. Sold records. (laughs) Imagine, if you will, a different time. Yeah, I mean, you take away any of the sex appeal, and they're not that that like exciting. The music's still good. Some of it, most of it. I'll Some fight you it. on this. <laughs> I'll fight oh you God. all day. I love the spice. I love all the Spice Girl music. I probably wouldn't have been a fan in the '90s had it not been for the movie. <laughs> I was a fan of Spice Girls before the movie came out. Let's just let's put it out there. I'm older than these children, so Nick is OG. OG Spice fan. Hipster Spice Girl fan. Hipster Spice. I like that. Maybe not so much. No. She's, she just she's sounds like you smell really bad. Yeah. She, she smells of patchouli. <laughs> she drinks from Starbucks. Until I found out I drink, drink, drinks PBR. Until I learned I was allergic to patchouli oil. And over it and doing guitar Inside jokes. It never dies. It never dies. All right. Um... This is when Posh Spice yeah. steals the bus. Okay. Then they realize they need to get it. to Albert Hall. For but this is show. when it all comes together. This is this is that pivotal moment yep. where it all comes together. This, this, is this the moment. moment. So you know those loose strings. This is where they get tied yanked. up. <laughs> yanked. Yeah, because I wouldn't say tied up. Because it's to this is where it gets confusing to me. Because then it's like, oh, this is where it gets confusing. Yeah. This is the, the like this is the meta point in the show because. The, the movie pictures are with Clifford, and essentially, whatever they are saying is what is happening to the girls as they were driving the speeding bus through the streets of London, and it's it kind of realized that maybe this whole movie is just a movie pitch for the movie, which can get a little confusing, but in reality, if you look at the like what happens for the next like 15 minutes, plus what happens in the credits, that's kind of what this is. It's literally pitching a movie. It's a, it's a movie about pitching a movie. But the problem is, is the move the guys that are pitching the movie are like secondary, secondary characters. Yeah. And you're like, wait, 
is this the the frame of the story or are we like just dicking around with it for a little bit and pretending like it's the storyline it's it's like the grandpa and the kid in princess bride who form the rest of the story around it yeah but at least that starts with them we yeah. know that they're reading the story you yeah, guys don't show up like... until like 20 minutes in no one except for nick has ever said that this is a classic <laughs> fight me bitches <laughs> fight me all right this is a good movie it, so it it's a movie. It's a movie. It's a good movie. So Victoria's driving the bus, and the other girls are in the back. And as the the pitchers are talking about the idea because of the rules, whatever. So they're on top of the bus, and they're all flying in the wind because of the rules. And then like they, that's what happens in action movies. Yeah, and then because there has to be you know somebody on top of some moving vehicle. There has to train. be the drama. Yes, the drama, the suspense. And then they all fall back into the bus. Then they find the bomb. Oh my god, the bomb. Why is there a bomb? Because the rules. Because the rules. And then they just shut the door on it. And they just shut the door and said, eh, it's a tomorrow problem. And it's never addressed. And then nuns happen. Yes. It is Spoilers. Oh yeah. We're past the point of spoilers. (laughs) Well, then the nuns show up and they, they stop. They, they cut off the bus. No, we have, we have to do the flying bus first. Yeah. The flying oh, bus yeah. happens first. Because they're like, oh, and then the the bridge, the London Bridge, or something like that. It's falling it's the, down. It's, falling it's down. right next to that. And Get it's out. starting to go up, <laughs> and they're like, are they going to jump the gap? And it's like, that's impossible. And then George uh, George Wayne goes, that sounds expensive. And then you see this little toy car mm. and a model that like just like gets like dragged across with like string or something. Mm. And they're like, oh, apparently not. And so, yeah, it wasn't expensive. It's funny because there's build up and then it's just that and you're like ha 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 moving on. And then they show up at Albert Hall and they can't get in because there's a cop who's like you broke a bunch of rules and you frightened pigeons. Frightened pigeons. Flew a bus without a permit and then you have Baby Spice doing the stereotypical girl batting her eyes to get out of a ticket thing and then they get into the well okay before they get into Albert Hall. We have a very dark, oh, yeah. cliffhanger yeah. moment, which is it's funny in a way, but it's dark <clears throat> and like not funny at the same time. Clifford's saying that um, he's like, okay, so uh, the band is gonna start, and I'm gonna walk out to center stage and hang myself because I hate the girls. Holds up a noose. And he's holding yeah. a noose too, yeah. like legit. Well, well, I mean, well, dark. I mean, again, this is the '90s okay. we're talking about here, but still, <laughs> yeah, it's. I don't care if it's the '90s, 2000s. The, 80s or 2010s or whatever it's fucked up it's dark <laughs> it's really screwed up but then the girls show up and he's like i love these girls even though he's gonna hang himself because they weren't there but like 10 seconds ago um and then they all get together and um you have like a a montage of them singing um their spice up spice up your life song mm-hmm. um and everybody dancing to it and um like you got the aliens make an appearance and um oh before this too we have to wrap up the storyline with uh damien the photographer because he gets he becomes like a fan of the spice girls and he questions his very existence of all the things because that's what the the, that's the what happens movie in the writers say that yes. happens Everybody says, yeah. uh, like, uh, I feel my I, meaningful, my meaningless life. Yeah, a meaningless existence, something like that, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then he becomes, you know, one of their number one fans. And yeah. So, yeah. And then, so he's there dancing and everybody's happy. And um, the bad guys are like going to jail because the uh, 
uh, Kevin McMaxford gets sold out for like a hot tub scandal. Uh, yeah, hot tub scandal, and um, that's that's kind of it. They're dancing and they finish their song, and then we go to this like kind of like pre-credits scene that has the girls um, talking and well, like a bunch it, of people. It actually happens in the real movie. It happens during the first part of the credits. Is it? They okay. just, they edit out the credits on TV because they roll them super fast at the end. So normally it, the credits are rolling when that little, little, so they, actually, they essentially break the fourth wall. Yeah, Like talking hardcore, about the, the audience sitting out there and watching things and referencing like people making out in the back row. The, they're stuff. snogging. Snogging. There's two snogging in the back. No, you back there behind you. I like your dress. Yeah. No, not you. Next to you. The one with the dress. And then they're like, I know what you're thinking. What happened to the bomb? And then the bomb explodes and that's it. So that's the movie. That's movie. Well, there is, I know we always talk about, you know, after things, if you're, if you have the movie or if you buy the movie, there is a um, performance of Mama, the little stage performance after, after the credits roll. So if you stick through the credits, there's a little performance. Mm. Yeah. Nice. Um, okay, so uh, let's let's look at um, oh that's funny. So the accolades, uh, it won an award. It did yes. win one award, a Teen Choice Award, uh, a Golden Raspberry Award <laughs> yes. for Worst Actress. Which one? It was all five of them. It was right? all five okay, of yeah, them. I did see that. Yep. So they were nominated for Worst Actress. They were uh, as five of them nominated for Favorite Movie Actress for the Nickelodeon Kids Choice Award. I called um, it. You said Teen Choice, not Kid Choice. And then uh, Favorite Movie Actress in a Comedy by the Blockbuster Entertainment Awards. <laughs> Those aren't around. Back when Blockbuster. Well. Um, and yeah, so it, it's it's definitely um, a horrible movie, I think. But it's remembered, a classic. But remembered fondly by many who were kind of there. Remembered fondly by some. By, by some. Not many. Um, okay, so let's go and uh, let's go ahead. First first question uh, before we go to our, our final thoughts and our, our final reviews of the movie is who's your favorite Spice Girl and why? Oh. So Kelly Kelly's kind of the... I'm going to give her the most time to think about this because she's been somebody who she said she's not really into it had seen the movie before tonight so i'm gonna give her some time so nick i'm gonna have you start so as an adult my favorite um spice girl is posh spice but as a kid when i was younger my favorite was baby spice just i you know back in my straight days i you know i was attracted to spice girls so let me paint that picture for you so i always thought emma was adorable and i thought she was super cute and i still really did like victoria because i thought she was super pretty so those are really my reasons why they are my two favorites okay next um i think i i bounce between scary and ginger i think just the the attitude with both of them is really fun and just very entertaining i think that yeah probably a a toss-up between the two of them probably leaning more towards scary just the the hair and the costumes and everything were so just larger than life for her i think which is so great yeah all right kelly i think i'll have to go with sporty First of all, she has the comfiest clothes, so that would be awesome. <laughs> Kelly's all about the clothes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Just like a tank top and like sweatpants. That's like what I wear on a daily basis. But 
Yeah, she's like the like leader by example. Like she's just kind of like behind the scenes, but like she's there to save the day when you need her. All right, um, I'd have to say, and my wife continues to give me crap about this, but because and she says there's all sorts of like I don't not Freudian, but like just like subconscious weird stuff. But I, I always said baby was my favorite. And she's like, oh, what's that say about you? You're like, girls who act like babies? And I'm like, no. I just thought she was fun. She was cute. She's cute. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I don't know. Um, between her and um, and Sporty, because I always said when I was younger, I thought Sporty was the only one who could sing. Like, I just mm-hmm. thought she was always the one singing, even though I knew she wasn't. But I just, yeah. Um, so, okay. So, I think all of them were, were referenced except for Ginger. I had ginger. Oh, you said ginger. ginger. Yep. ginger. We, we covered our bases. Okay. Okay. So between the four of us, we all enjoy our our, our girls of spice, even, even though she abandoned them. She's she the only them. one who's an actual spice too, though. True. Mm, that's so You're true. right. I mean, true. I mean, it'd be weird if they were like paprika spice, cinnamon. <laughs> that they will be girl, stripper. That's a stripper. <laughs> <laughs> um, paprika. paprika, paprika spice, salty spice. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Girl. most of us in this room <laughs> at this and table. And salt and pepper were already taken. True. So. Salt and pepper. Mm. Push it Maybe. real good. Mm. What was it? Mm. Didn't mm. they have a third? Mm. Who was their third person? They had like a third girl with them. Salt and pepper. Cinnamon. <laughs> are, you thinking, are you thinking TLC? No, I'm not crazy. Or are you thinking of the salt and pepper from Blue's Clues that had the baby called no, Paprika? No, I know that. <laughs> Which doesn't make any sense. Yeah. No, is, but it's hilarious. Paprika yeah. is much more of a complex spice and salt. DJ Spinderella. I'm not okay. crazy. I get you. I feel you. I feel you. That was her name. It was Salt and Pepper. And then name. DJ Spinderella was with them. That's clever. She um, wasn't officially part of Salt and Pepper, but she was always with them. Yeah. Okay, so uh, f- final thoughts and um, our ranking on a scale of one to five Spice Girls. Um, ten out of ten Spice Girls, like house down. Are what are we like cloning? Cloning yes. the Spice Girls. Yes, ten out of ten. Five out of five Spice Girls. This is a movie that everyone should see because it is a cult classic. So it is one of those things that if you were a '90s child, you get it, you understand it, you love it. So '90s babes, back me up on this. Sure. <laughs> you part a '90s babe. I know, but. I just did, I wasn't in the world. I wasn't in the spice you, world. You, you missed out so much. I'm so sorry I know. for you. It's fine. Kelly, Kelly like, just got introduced to the the spice world the tonight. Spice world. Yeah, and I'm 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 done with it. I mean, I, I saw it once, and I'm I think I'm good with I it. I am legit gonna go when I leave here to drive home. I'm going to listen to all the Spice Girl songs on my drive know, home because great. I love them so much. That's great. See, I'd rather listen to NSYNC. I mean, you're not wrong, but I'm an, I mean, I can never say that on my Spice Girls. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I give it one out of five. I'm sorry. I'm give sorry. It, you give it a sporty I, spice. I'm sorry. That, audi- that audible squeak was, Nick, <laughs> being very verklempt over there. I'm a little emotional. Yeah. I mean, there was no plot. I couldn't, like, understand what little plot there was going on. So, yeah. I mean, if you like the Spice Girls, you should definitely watch it and you probably already have watched it so i'm behind the times here yeah Um, it's it's definitely not a it's not a great movie it's entertaining it's if you're looking for kind of mindless fun it's 
it's entertaining. It's a great it's, drinking game. It's a good watch. It's a good drinking game. Yes. I'll, I'll give it a two. I mean, it's <sighs> it's fun, but definitely not. It, it's not going to be on the any, like, top movie lists of the past 100 years, 20 years. It will be on the top, like, 50, 40, 30 list of worst movies. <laughs> like, our best worst movies. Yeah, so so yeah, we'll, but, we'll go with two, two Spice Girls. Um... So I, I'm going to give it two different rankings, one on a nostalgia factor and one on an actual like film reviewing factor. On nostalgia, I'm going to give it uh, a three and a half out of five, just because I really, I do appreciate like tonight, I didn't, I never, as a child, apparently hadn't been introduced to Meatloaf as much as I have since. Um they're talk. There's we didn't talk about this, but the uh, all of the toilets on the bus get plugged up, <laughs> and meatloaf. Uh, well, the uh, Clifford, the manager, says, "Why? Why don't you just fix it? Fix all the toilets?" And he's like, "I love these girls, and I do anything for them, but I won't do that." And I'm like, "Oh my uh, god, solid, I missed out on that." Solid reference. Uh, reference so, like, your own shit. There's a lot of those that I caught tonight that I like had maybe heard, but never really completely realized uh, growing up. So for that, I'm gonna give it a, a three and a five. Uh, as far as a, just cinematic, it's it's not a good movie. As far as like I don't know, it it seems like at times it tries to be serious, and at other times it's not trying to be serious. But you don't know when those times are, and sometimes you're like, oh, they're just being cheeky and fun, and then you're like, oh no, they're trying to actually be cinematic and do things that like blockbuster films would do, and it's not really rolling off. So I'm going to give it a, I'll give it a one out of one and a half. Um, it gets an extra two for nostalgia's sake. Uh, but Nick's, Nick's the only one who's really gung ho about it. I love it. It's a great movie as far as just like sitting and watching and just like, all right, cool. But again, I saw it like 15 years ago and it's probably going to be another 15 years before I watch That's it That's so sad. <laughs> um, uh, that breaks my gay little heart. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I, there's 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 a lot of movies to go out there and watch, and I, this one's it's good. One of them, you should see it. I mean, everybody should see it once. Yes, absolutely. And then it's up to them to see if they want to continue watching it, or I don't know. Um. So I think that's it. Do you guys have anything else to add? No, I don't think so. Okay. Um. So this has been the very first uh, drunk drive-in. Um. I think we'll do more of them. This will be a lot of it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, I think one of the next ones we'll try to do. Uh, we we kind of tossed it around uh, tonight, so this this won't happen for probably a month or two. But uh, we'll watch the original Power Rangers movie and then watch the the remake from a year or two ago and talk about which is better. Well, we already know which is better, yep. but we'll talk about the comparisons and all that other stuff. Um, but yeah, so if you guys enjoyed it, let us know. Um, if you guys had a, a good time listening to this, we'll do this more often. Um, I just was not in any way, shape, or form all that interested in Uncle Drew or Sicario 2 or whatever that's called. So I was like, let's do something different. And I had a good time recording this. Hopefully you guys did. Absolutely. Absolutely, definitely. Cool. So um, next week, though, I'm very excited because uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp comes out. And we're going to be doing a... Um, a another remote guest host buddy of mine from high school is going to be joining me so we'll be doing that and uh, I don't know what's coming out after that so just keep in touch with us uh, you can always reach out to us and let's see if I can do this at this point uh, on Twitter at driveineventide or on the email uh, driveineventide at gmail.com yeah I did it. cool yeah. proud All of right. you
All right, guys. Uh, thank you very much for for coming on, Aaron. The first time to the for yeah. very first back to back guest host, and then uh, now we've got Kelly on for a second time. Woo woo! Yeah. And and we'll probably be hearing from at least one of one or more of these in the next few weeks because Mama Mia. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think all three sure, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we need to have Nick on for that episode. Cheerleader. This is why I can talk like Cher the entire time, bitch. <laughs> so there you go. That's what she gets to look forward so that's to. That's a preview. <laughs> all right, guys. That is it for us here. Uh, until next time, drive home safe. Seven billion humans on Earth can't all like the same drink. That's why Circle K has Polar Pop and Froster. Pick your flavors and make that one in seven billion mix just right for you. Polar Pop and Froster, just 79 cents each at Circle K. Limited time only at participating locations. From a bird-watching nurse to a line-dancing firefighter, nobody's just one thing. That's why Polar Pop and Froster aren't either. Choose from all kinds of flavors and make your mix. Polar Pop and Froster, just 79 cents each at Circle K. Limited time only at participating locations.